Hey there, in today's episode, I am so excited to continue our conversation on email marketing and talk a little bit more about the email funnel. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. So over here at Brand Mary, I really try to emphasize, and I hope that you have caught on to the importance of building an email list. Not only do we have the statistics that tell us that the ROI from email marketing is higher than most marketing efforts, but it's also a chance for you to build community around your brand. And that has literally always kind of been the goal for me, even before I knew all of the fun marketing tips and the ways to improve my email funnel and increase my open rates and all of those different, you know, things that you can ultimately do to improve your email marketing efforts. I chose to create an email list because I knew that I needed a community of people who are interested in actually hearing from me, hearing my information, my knowledge, getting support from me, and that I could ultimately sell to, that I could use my email list as a way to build trust with those individuals. It creates a much more intimate experience, in my opinion, than marketing on pretty much any other platform. I mean, and that includes YouTube and Pinterest and the SEO platforms that we all know I love. Your community truly is everything. And when we're thinking about our brands, when we're thinking about, you know, putting our brands out into the world, your community is not only going to be the individuals that purchase from you and help you expand your business, but they're going to be the best advocates for your brand. And the very first impression that someone has when they discover your brand and say yes to hearing more from you comes via the email funnel. Now, again, I've been sharing a lot of information on email marketing lately because it's just so, so important. So I wanted to quickly give you a rundown of some episodes that you might want to tune into if you haven't caught those yet uh, that might help you depending on where you're at in your email marketing journey. So the very first one that I think everyone really needs to listen to is episode 60. There's also a corresponding YouTube video over on my YouTube channel if you just go to brandmary.com slash YouTube, you can check out my full YouTube channel. And this is a breakdown of the email list building strategy. So all the different pieces that you ultimately need, obviously one of them is the email funnel that we'll be talking about more today. In episode 38, I share some copywriting tips with you to improve your email marketing, not just specifically in the funnel, but just your overall email marketing strategy with newsletters. So definitely check that out. And last week, I talked a little bit more in episode 82 on why email lists fail, putting more emphasis on you know the consistency of email marketing and ultimately your lead magnet, which is really that initial way to bring in the right individuals to your email list, which leads us to today's episode, which is all about the email funnel, which is what's going to follow once someone opts in, providing their name and their email address typically, and I encourage you uh, to, in response to accepting a freebie on your behalf. So this might look like a free class that you have recorded 
It might be an audio series. It might be a PDF download or a guide. They might have taken a quiz and now they're going to put their name and their email address in for results. There are so many different types of lead magnets that you can create for your business. But once someone puts their name and their email address in, this chunk of emails, this predetermined sequence, also known as the email funnel, is so, so important. I refer to it here at Brand Mary as the handshake. If you were to go up to someone at a party who you had never met before and you were going to introduce yourself to them, what would you tell them? What would you want them to know? This is essentially the introduction to your brand. And when you're thinking of your email funnel, you want to think about it in a few different phases. The first phase is, of course, the welcome, right? Welcoming them to the community, which you are ultimately doing because now they're on your email list, right? They're part of the community. You're welcoming them and you're also positioning yourself as the guide. You're positioning yourself as the educator or the authority or the person that's going to support them, whether you're a coach, a consultant, you're a yoga instructor, you're a fitness trainer, it does not matter, right? You're a graphic designer. You ultimately have a service or a good that they most likely need. And the reason that we know that is because we, our lead magnet that we've created is going to beautifully connect to our product and our service. And I talk about that a little bit more in last week's episode, episode 82. So when you are designing your email funnel, the first thing that you want to do is welcome them and start to position your brand. You want to invite them in and tell them those key pieces about your brand, like your mission, maybe your values, maybe your founder story that will help build that know, like, and trust factor. Again, people want to know what is happening behind the brand. They want to know about the person behind the brand. And this is your opportunity to do just that. The second piece of this is that you want to start to build that authority. You want to build that credibility. This might come in the form of sharing recent features that you've been on, maybe directing them to really valuable podcasts or videos or blogs that you've created that you know will further support them. Maybe you have an additional free gift or a training to help them out. So this is just building up that credibility. But what you really want to do is you want to be very intentional with what you're sharing with them that will lead them to the third phase, which is ultimately the offer. So this again is just kind of a simple breakdown of what you want to include in the email funnel. Now I want to share with you four things to really improve your email funnel and increase conversions, whatever that might look like for your business. So the very first thing to keep in mind is that there's no one size fits all approach to the length of an email funnel or the consistency in which you send the emails. And I know it can be really tempting to just go grab a, you know, quick seven email funnel and just plug in your information, but what you're ultimately offering them, the end goal of the funnel, what you want your audience to take action on, purchase from you essentially, right? That is going to determine how many emails you need to send and also maybe how frequently you need to send them. So a great example of this is if you are selling an ebook for $27, you don't need to send them three weeks of emails, right? You probably could get away with mm, three or four emails depending on how closely connected your ebook is to your lead magnet. So if I was selling an ebook on, you know, putting site-wide SEO on your website, and my freebie was three tips to 
improve your SEO on your website, I probably don't need a ton of emails to make the connection to tell them, hey, you should purchase this $27 product. So something that is a little lower tier pricing doesn't need as many emails, especially if it's directly connected to the lead magnet. But if you are selling something that is more like a one-to-one -one type of program, that's a multiple thousand dollars investment or you know a thousand dollar a month investment, you're going to need more emails and you're going to probably want to space those out a little bit more, maybe every other day, to start to really build up that momentum so that when you do make the initial ask or you tell them about the product or the service that you are providing, they are, let's say, warmed up, right? In next week's episode, I'm going to share more about the client buying journey, which is something I reference a lot. Um, and I'm going to share a podcast episode specifically about that. But one of the things to keep in mind is that not everyone that comes into our email funnel who opts in is ready to make a purchase decision. Your email funnel is there to help move them through the client buying journey. And so if someone is just coming in, being aware that they have a problem and their problem is SEO, then through the email funnel, I want to build that authority. I want to showcase that I understand what the solution is, that I can help them solve their problem, and then introduce the product, of course, which is stage four or five of the process when someone is actually ready to buy. And so when you're talking about something that's a higher price point investment, you're going to need a little bit more meat there, right? And you're going to want to be more strategic with the type of emails that you ultimately send. Inside of my product funnel in a weekend, which we are going to be releasing next week. I'm so excited to share that with you. I break down the types of emails to send and what to include in each of those emails. So if you are following me online, or listening to this podcast, obviously on my email list, you will be some of the first to know when that new product drops. But the size of your email funnel ultimately will be determined based on the end goal of the email funnel or the offer that you are sharing. So keep that in mind because an email funnel that works for somebody for a $27 product is not necessarily going to work for you and your 3K product. It's different. It's different. It's a different ideal customer. So I have funnels that are four, you know, four days long with the intent to be a quick purchase decision. And I've had funnels in the past that are two or three weeks long that led to a one-to-one -one type of program. Now, again, I'm not emailing every single day for two to three weeks. I'm strategic. Maybe I'm sending, you know, three emails 24 hours apart and then I wait three days. Again, this is all done automatically inside of your email provider. So we recommend ConvertKit here at Brand Mary. If you head over to brandmary.com and check out my resources tab, you can see uh, there's a free trial for ConvertKit that you can check out. That's the one that we use, but additional platforms like Flowdesk, even MailChimp, you know, some of the other ones, they also provide these automatic email funnels. And that's what you ultimately want to create. A sequence, a series, a funnel, they all call it something different. So annoying. I wish we could just pick one term and uh, and you, you basically schedule these emails so every single person that comes in will fall into this sequence. So that's number one, okay? Please, you know, d don't fall into the trap of thinking that like a three email funnel is going to work for you no matter what you sell. It really does depend on what you sell. So keep the price point in mind. It also, let me piggyback off of that. I didn't write this down, but it also depends on what your freebie is. So if you are doing something like a quiz and the quiz gives them some results, 
but there's no video training, there's no in-depth piece to it, then you're probably going to need a little bit more of a funnel leading to a higher priced offer, maybe something like $397 or higher than if you did a quiz with a video series on the back end, or you invited them to a webinar where you shared a lot of information, they got to know you, they got to know your story, they got to see testimonials. A lot of people make those quick purchase decisions on videos and webinars because you're able to fit a lot in a small amount of time. You're really hitting on all of those points that play into the purchase decision, like understanding who you are, again, showcasing the authority, showing that it's worked before, having some sort of urgency. And so the type of lead magnet that you choose also will determine the size of the funnel as well. OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur. And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016 when I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 by 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life how to plan. We talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So if you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all of the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it, this planner is for you. 
This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. So the second thing is that you should be making an offer. You should be making an offer in your email funnel no matter what because these are individuals who are like, brand new to you, coming in, might be at a place where they're ready to purchase. They might have loved your email series. They might have gotten incredible value from your freebie and they're ready to purchase. So you need to give them that opportunity. You know, I ask people sometimes like, what is the end goal of your funnel? And they're like, to provide value. And I'm like, well, that's always the goal. Like that's why we show up. That's why we have brands. But what is the end goal in terms of like monetization for your business? What do you ultimately want someone to take action on? And so even if you don't have a complete you know, offer mapped out, you've never taken any customers, think about something that you could sell. Maybe you start with a lower tier item, like a $27 masterclass that you've done before and you are repurposing the replay. Or maybe you have a guide or an ebook like we talked about before. Maybe it's a workbook bundle. Um, Maybe it is like a one-to-one offer or a one-off session or a course, right? It could be literally anything. The goal though is that it's something that is available to them at any time, that they can enroll in at any time or apply for at any time. It doesn't have a start and stop date like a live group program because we are designing something that is evergreen. Now, that doesn't mean that you cannot create limited time funnels for launches. I do that a lot for my group program, Roadmap to Freedom. We always do list building prior to the launch, and those email funnels are designed to specifically get people on the wait list or get people into the program. But when you're thinking about your core email funnel, you know, just something that people can opt into at any time and make a purchase at any time, really you want to think about it being a little bit more passive or evergreen, something they could take action on no matter what time of day or year it is. So don't forget to make an offer. It's incredibly important because you have this golden opportunity to make money on the back end of this funnel. Now, not every single person that comes in is going to purchase in the funnel. You know, you're depending on your price point, you're looking anywhere between a 1% to 3% conversion. So that's important to note. But here's the big thing. Every single person that goes through will know what you offer. And that, in my mind, is key because you've planted the seed for what your expertise is, what you are offering, maybe what the core even program is for your business, especially if it's a core course or a one-on-one type of program or one-on-one type of service like website design. They know that you offer that. So even if they're not ready to take action in that moment, remember, we're not about to ghost them. We're getting into our email marketing. We're going to be emailing them weekly, maybe bi-weekly via our newsletter, and And we're going to stay top of their mind. So when they are ready, they are going to come our way. So don't miss out on your opportunity to make an offer and sell something via this funnel. And the other thing that I will add with this note is that you want to have some sort of urgency in the funnel. So even if it is a one-to-one offer, 
I work with a lot of clients who sell one-to-one services and we create email funnels specifically for their one-to-one. If it is a one-to-one offer, it might be available all of the time. Okay, but you probably have, you know, specific spots available. Maybe you only take so many clients a month. Maybe you're, um, you know, you you have different bonuses that you offer. So think about that in terms of having that urgency. Some of my clients will offer, you know, $500 off if they book via the funnel. So, you know, they'll say you have a couple more days to book you know, via this sequence and schedule a call or apply and you'll save $500 off. Or if you, you know, go ahead and schedule a call or apply within the next, you know, 72 hours, you're going to get a special bonus one-on-one session. So think different things like that. Uh, If it's a course, maybe it's a discount. If it is, again, like a a one-off guide or something, maybe you offer some sort of discount inside the funnel. Now, you don't always have to offer a discount, but having that urgency or having a price that's going to go up or or however you want to position it, will help improve sales, right? Urgency helps improve sales. It's the psychology. If we think we're going to miss out on something or, you know, or something's going to end, it makes us take action. So always remember to have some bit of urgency in there um, or an incentive for them to go ahead and take action while they are inside of the funnel. Now, there are ways to add authentic urgency. I love a tool called Deadline Funnel, and that is hands down my favorite type of urgency creator. It is essentially a countdown timer, but you can create the countdown based on when someone enters into the funnel. So if someone enters in on a Friday and it's a 72-hour sale, their you know, email timer is going to end 72 hours from Friday, and then someone who opts in on Saturday, it's going to be 72 hours from when they opt in on Saturday. I really love this approach because I I hate fake urgency and I think we can all agree with that. It's just blah. And um, I have seen it so many times in emails where someone will say this ends and then you go back and click on the link and it, you know, still shows you the discount. Um, I don't love that. So Deadline Funnel is a great tool for that. Or like I said, just simply say you have, you know, 72 hours. Maybe you have a link with a tag in the email and it'll show when they clicked it. You know, like there's so many different ways to do that, but just honoring that is so, so important. And I've actually had people, uh, I have an email funnel that leads to my course, You Branded. And I ask people their feedback, like after they purchased, you know, after after the funnel ended and they didn't purchase. And I've had people say, well, I was going to come back and purchase later because I figured it was a fake deadline, but then it was actually a real deadline and I couldn't purchase. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and they're like, and that was pretty cool. So it also just builds that trust. I think uh, you're saying one thing and you're honoring that, but definitely have the urgency in there. And if you're interested in trying out a free tool, you can definitely check out Deadline funnel for that. Okay, the third way to obviously improve your email funnel is to get people to actually open the emails, right? So your subject line is key. And in episode 38, uh, where I talk a little bit more about copywriting, I share some ideas for for subject lines. Um, but I want to talk specifically about the ones for your email funnel. So there's there's kind of a two different types of emails that I love to share in a funnel. One is going to be like, there's a very specific thing inside that I want you to see, right? So again, that could be a blog post about, you know, three tips on this, or I've got an additional freebie inside, or maybe I'm sharing a time tracker. So if I'm giving them something additional in the funnel, 
I just like to put that straightforward in the subject line, like open for your free time tracker or three bonus tips inside. It helps with the open rate. It's super specific and it tends to have a great corresponding click-through rate as well because if they know, oh, I'm opening this for three tips, then you're like, oh, click, click here for the blog on three tips, they're gonna click through. So if it's a specific type of email where you're giving additional value, you're providing something, I like to just lay that out in the subject line and we always see really great results from that. On the flip side of that, and this is typically when you start talking about your product, right, or your service, um, we all know that like if, if we know someone's selling to us, we, we aren't as intrigued to open something. But this is where you start to play with the messaging and the psychology behind it. So really starting to think about, um, you know, the solutions that your product solves. So for instance, maybe you're saying, you know, the number one uh, the number one problem with marketing today, right? And so that's obviously very intriguing to my ideal customer. They'll open that. I'll talk about the number one problem, being that you rely on social media. I'll provide Brand Mary Academy as the solution to that problem. So once you start to get into some of those more promotional emails, you want to think really about the subject line that's going to get them to, that's going to get them intrigued to open, to read more. Uh, I love to use a dot, dot, dot. Um, sometimes I'll keep the subject lines, um, I, I would say like a little bit more like give you perplexed, like wait, oh, oh man, I think I have to open this because I got to know what it is inside. Um, I love a good like regarding your business, you know, different things like that. So really stepping into the shoes of your ideal customer and kind of thinking, you know, what are their pain points? What are their desires? How can you use that type of messaging inside of your subject lines, especially as you're starting to promote the product or the service? But then at the end of that, where the urgency kicks in, that's when you get back to being super literal and you're like, this is your last chance or last chance to save $50. Totally the last email or two where you're reminding them that this offer is going to end. That is, it, that's for those people that are like, oh, I totally wanted to buy this. Oh crap. Let me go ahead and do it now. So you want to have that directness. So I love to ebb and flow kind of between the different subject lines and play and see what works. But within a funnel, I definitely find that those two types work the best for open rate and click through rate. And the final tip that I have for you for improving your email funnel is to incorporate storytelling in every single email that you have. Surprise, surprise, I am the storytelling queen. <laughs> and I absolutely love the power of storytelling. And if we go back to the beginning of this conversation where we were talking about the handshake and you're essentially introducing yourself uh, to this person and positioning your brand, there's nothing that does that better than storytelling. Because storytelling in and of itself is a great way for you to showcase empathy and authority. So empathy and the understanding that you, you know, you either have a shared experience with your ideal customer, which many of you listening do, or empathy in that you understand where they're coming from because you've been in this work for a while, you've worked with clients and customers, you can showcase their stories as a way to show empathy. And then of course, authority. Their storytelling is such a powerful way to show authority because by showcasing your authority and the information that you have and the education that you have absorbed and the work that you have done via storytelling is way more impactful than just telling someone that like all your credentials listed out. 
People love storytelling. It is what we respond to. It is how we make purchase decisions. It is all about that emotional branding that I love talking about here at Brand Mary. And so when you are sharing your stories in your emails, you want to be super strategic with this. So the first thing that I recommend is definitely including some sort of founder story or introduction to your brand. This could be a small snippet from your About Me page, but it's sharing why you do the work that you do right? That's one story to include. The second type of story to include is a product or, you know, a service-based story. Why did you create the product or the service that you are about to sell them, <laughs> you know? Why did you create it? What was the need? What was the desire? Um, what was the process like? What have the results been like? Telling that via story form is really, really powerful. The third type of story to include are testimonials or client stories. Now, I am not opposed to a quick one to two sentence testimonial that someone has about, you know, your product or your service. I love that. But also look for an opportunity to showcase the, a client story that maybe had awesome results via your product, showcasing a little bit of maybe where they were before or after. If you are doing a one-on-one -on -one offer in your funnel, these emails are essential, essential. I'll say it again, they are essential. Do not skimp on this golden opportunity. Have at least one client story, an entire email dedicated to a client story or transformation that was provided via your one-on-one. -on -one. If you have not had a client yet and you are promoting your one-on-one -on -one and you share similarities with your client, share your transformation story. That is how I got all of my first initial clients where I shared my transformation story and how building a business allowed me to have X, Y, and Z and how I then shared that via my one-to-one -one offer. So storytelling is such a great way to position yourself, share your mission, share your value, share why you do what you do, why you created the product that you created and the type of results and transformations that your product or service has provided. You also are able to paint a picture for your ideal customer on what is possible for them and really showcase that you understand where they are coming from. Remember, storytelling isn't always just about writing these long emails, you know, a beginning, middle, and an end. Sometimes storytelling can be super short and micro, where just one to two sentences in an email can help build that connection, um, that neurocoupling in the brain. I know I'm nerding out now. Okay. There are plenty brand storytelling podcast here on the Brand Mary channel as well. So you could definitely check that out. But do not skimp on storytelling. It is absolutely key. Inside of my product funnel in a weekend, which will be launching next week. I'm so excited. Yay, yay, yay. New product available to you. We have a entire section on email marketing and I share with you specific stories that you can share and even um, inspirational type of questions to help you think of the type of stories to share because every single email should have one. All right, there are four tips for you and probably some bonus pieces inside on how to improve your email funnel. Remember, this is your opportunity to position your brand, to start to build that trust and that connection right out of the gate and to make some money. Don't skimp on offering up a product or a service that your ideal customer needs and be really strategic with building out your email funnel all the way, all the way back to the beginning on the type of lead magnet that you initially bring them in with. Again, 
If you're on my email list, following me on social, I'm going to be talking more about my product funnel in a weekend, which is going to be available for a very short window next week. So be sure to check that out. We'll be sending details your way. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to me over on Instagram at Michelle Knight Co. And I will be happy to uh, touch base with you, connect. And if you have questions, follow-up questions, I'm happy to answer those as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back next week with another episode. We're going to talk about the client buying journey. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.